My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the Accent Training Podcast, a podcast where I teach you to use the sounds of the American accent for yourself, to adjust your speech habits to match that of the typical English speaker. It can be done, it truly can. You can learn to master the sounds, the stress, and the way that we connect words together. All for yourself, if you know what to listen for. My name is Pat, I am an accent coach, and I help guide you towards crystal clear pronunciation. And that's what our goal is today. We're going to break down a concept that's extremely useful when it comes to controlling your strong and weak sounds and getting the right sound while doing it. We are going to look at a common denominator and a letter combination that'll help you better understand this for yourself. And then we're going to practice that combination in context a whole bunch of times to prepare you for the real world. Because you see, an amazing secondary benefit of training your accent is that not only does your speech improve in clarity, but your understanding of spoken English improves as well. You learn to better recognize the sounds in the speech of other people, and then you have way less hesitation when you're listening to people speak. Now, this relates directly to what we're going to look at today, which is when the letters D and U come together to make kind of a J or a J sort of sound. We change D from a bursting D, D, kind of sound, to something a little more flowing, to better transition from strong to weak syllables, j, j. We hear this in words like schedule. I made an episode the other week about the word schedule, didn't I? Make sure that you check that out again later. Schedule. Or we hear this with words like educate, procedure. Listen very closely and notice I'm not making a regular d, d, but I'm making like a j, j, j. So let's break this down here today to make sure that you can get the hang of this yourself. And we will get into that in just a moment. I'd like to remind you to hit subscribe to this podcast. Give it a rating, write a comment, whatever you can do. To let me know that you like what you're hearing. Or that you don't like what you're hearing. Maybe you really disagree with me on these things. And you're passionate about it. Well, I'm always open to a little criticism, so feel free to let me know. But the true benefit of subscribing to this podcast is for you, my friend. When you subscribe to this podcast, you will be notified whenever I have new episodes coming out in the future. Which goes to say that you will be one of the first on a global scale to know and practice the topic of the week. 
which will surely give your English that extra boost it needs to have you stand out amongst all your peers. Your spoken English skills will turn heads. People won't know how to identify where you're from. They may say, well, they're not quite a native English speaker, but they don't sound like a typical non-native speaker either. And you will see success and confidence in all areas of your life. So do not hesitate to hit subscribe. Ensure that you're notified whenever new material is out. And continue enhancing your spoken English with me, Pat, as your guide. On with the lesson. What are we talking about today? We're talking about blending sounds to control our stress. We take two sounds, we blend them together, and we get further control over our syllable stress. Now, I've discussed in the past why that's desirable, but just as a quick recap, there are patterns that native English speakers listen for. Strong and weak and strong and weak syllables. The rise and the fall of the sound of English. Now, if English is not your first language, then you may not be familiar with these patterns. But that doesn't mean you can't learn them. And when we find the common denominators in the patterns, our clarity of speech and our command over our spoken English sound improves drastically. And so, patterns of syllable stress are the rise and fall of speech. One unit of sound, one syllable, will be strong, followed by a syllable or a unit of sound, which is weak. Strong, weak, strong, weak. This gives our English rhythm. In the middle of a word, when a D and a U come together in the beginning of an unstressed syllable, we blend them together like a J or sometimes a J sort of sound. If D is starting a word, however, the typical American accent just pronounces it in the regular way. So we're mostly focusing on the middle of words. Now this does happen as a word ending as well that we can use to blend words together, but I'll make a part two episode to follow up with that later on. For now, let's just focus on the middle of words just to get through things one step at a time. So D and U in the middle of a word blend together with kind of a J sound, like a J, J. J. Now, a lot of people have a habit of pronouncing each of these sounds individually for clarity. Or maybe they learned the British pronunciation, which may pronounce each of these individually in some certain British accents. You are well understood if you pronounce each sound individually. If you say schedule, schedule, people know what you're saying. But when we blend these sounds together, we improve the command of syllable stress. And so unstressed D and U in the middle of a word blend together like J or Jew, J, Jew. Let's look at a few examples. We've seen a couple already. Uh, schedule. And again, if you want more clarity on the word schedule... Open the description to check episode number 121 afterwards. Another word here. 
educate. E-D-U-C-A-T-E. Educate. I'm not saying educate or education. This is an educational podcast. No, this is an educational. Edu. Educational podcast. Educate. Educate yourself on the American accent. Fit some time into your schedule to educate yourself. Because when we educate ourselves enough, we eventually graduate. Graduate. G-R-A-D-U-A-T-E. I'm not giving it a graduate, but graduate. 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 Again, blending the D and U sounds together. Graduate. Here's one more here. Fraudulent. Fraudulent. And notice that's spelled with an A-U, right? F-R-A-U-D-U-L-E-N-T. But that A-U isn't getting a frau. I'm not going fraudulent, fraudu, but fra, fraudulent, fraudulent. A-U in the middle of a word often just gets that ah sound. But I don't want to get distracted with that. Let's stick to the j. Fraj. Fraudulent. You got to watch out for fraudulent businesses. Fraudulent identifications. Lots of fraudulent activity in the world. Fraudulent. So let's run over these words real quick. We got schedule, educate, graduate, fraudulent. It's something that isn't typically taught in school. You either hear it or you don't. And I want you folks to start hearing it. J. It's very common in the middle of words. And so, well, I got a class coming up shortly, so we got to get moving. Let's put these words to work. To prepare you for some real-world application. Schedule. We are either ahead of schedule, on schedule, or behind schedule. Ahead of schedule, on schedule, or behind schedule. What do these mean? Well, if we're ahead of schedule, this means that things are going smoothly. That we plan things out so well, and we've been so efficient, that we have extra time on our schedule. We're ahead of schedule. On schedule, this means things are going just as planned. No hiccups, no mistakes. We're right on schedule. And then finally, behind schedule. We're falling behind schedule. Falling behind schedule, this means we're late. This means that at least we did take the time to make a schedule, but we're not sticking to it very well. We're running late. We're running behind schedule. And notice in that word once more, it's strong in the beginning, ske, and then jul. Goes flat and quick. And the D and U change to a J and U. Schedule, schedule. Next up, educate. Right now, I am educating. You are being educated. This is your English education. And notice, no matter how I say this word, educate, education, educational, it's getting the same j, 
kind of reduction. It's strong in the eh part, right? My voice rises up there. Eh, educate. And then it goes flat. Edge, educate. That's the contrast in syllable stress. This is how stress changes the sound of a word, and it's exactly what we're working on identifying. Now, I know I spoke about the word graduate before, but there's another word that I like, and I want to teach this word to you. It's not a word that we really say that much, but if you do say it, it's going to be very impressive. It's the word incredulous. Incredulous. He gave me an incredulous look. This is to say he looked at me like he did not believe what I was saying. Incredulous. I-N-C-R-E-D-U-L-O-U-S. Incre. And notice how the cre, incredulous, the cre is the part that's raising in the stress. And then it goes flat on the j. Incredulous. Incredulous. Repeat that along with me. Incredulous. It peaks in the middle and it goes flat on the D. You. And if you adapt that to your own speech, you will be well on your way to mastering syllable stress and the sound of spoken English. Incredulous. And then our final word of today, fraudulent. Fraudulent. A fraudulent identification. Teenagers in the United States will often get a fraudulent identification. They'll call it a fake ID. It's a fraudulent identification. And then, you know, they use it to go buy liquor or, or tobacco products in the store using their fraudulent ID, their fake ID. Or else, all over the world, we hear fraudulent offers. People will tell us, join this or do that, give me money. And oftentimes, people are selling a legitimate product. But you want to look very closely to make sure it's not a fraudulent offer. I'll give you an example. There's a great website called Craigslist. You go on Craigslist, you can buy whatever you need in any area throughout the United States and Canada. It's widely used in Canada as well. Sometimes there will be apartments for rent on Craigslist or a car for sale. And you contact the person asking for more information and they tell you, oh, yeah, just send me the money right now and we'll give you the keys. Or send me the money right now. I'll let you come pick up the car. However, they may not show you any pictures of what they're offering. Or they may tell you, you have to pay first and then come get it later. These people are trying to cheat you out of your money. Don't let yourself be fooled. Don't give in to any fraudulent offers. Be conscious of how you use your money. Well, folks, these have been our four words of today to help break down this concept of blending for you. I've spoken about something very similar in the past. How T and U in the middle of a word can be blended together to make like a CH sound. Words like situation, virtual reality. And we're seeing the exact same thing happen here except with a bit of voice, schedule, educate, graduate, incredulous, fraudulent, 
J, J. So now that you're aware of this, it's up to you to try and identify it more in your daily life. And there are a few ways that you can go about that. You can either speak with a person one-on-one, face-to-face, or maybe over the phone or over Zoom or something. Or you can just simply put on a series on Netflix. Put something on HBO. Watch a TV series or a movie that you really enjoy and listen closely for how this sound is used while the actors are speaking. When your ears start to notice this more naturally, your muscles will start to adapt as well. And your English will change and improve and move forward altogether as a whole unit. Now, as I mentioned, this concept can be taken further. It can be taken to the point of blending words together. For example, instead of saying, what did you think? You could just say, what'd you think? What'd you? What'd you think? Or instead of saying, you said you would. You said you would. You said you would. You said you would. Said you. This is a habit that I want to make sure that you develop as well, my friend. And so keep an eye out because I'll have a second episode coming out this week breaking down that concept for you. For the time being, however, I've got to let you go for today, my friend. So thank you very much for listening. Make sure that you hit subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already. And if you would like to take your spoken English to another level, check out my video course. There's a link in the description where I provide you with some directed crystal clear materials to ensure that you have a solid foundation for recognizing the strong and weak sounds of spoken English, the rise and fall in the syllable stress. Well, this brings us to wrapping things up for today. Thank you very much for your time. And make sure that you're subscribed so you know as soon as I've got that follow-up episode out. Have a good one, folks. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.